0: Welcome to Basie Destination I Do's, where we explore the magic of AC brides and grooms saying I do in royal palaces in India, Italian landscapes, Spanish haciendas, luxurious resorts overlooking crystal clear sea lines anywhere in the world, and so much more. I'm Mevi, founder of Mevi Frim Destinations, a luxury destination wedding and event planning
1: boutique. I'm joined here by my co-host and creative partner, Ilea. We are bringing you a podcast dedicated to Desi destination wedding planning. We'll share stories, tips, and unforgettable moments that ignite your wanderlust and wedding dreams. Whether you're a bride or groom planning your Dacy destination wedding, a fellow creative in the industry, or simply curious, we help you find this journey informative and enjoyable. Hello, lovely listeners. Welcome
0: to another episode of AC Destination I Do's podcast. I'm your host, Mevi. Today's discussion centers around a popular topic we frequently get asked about, especially when couples are thinking of having a destination wedding in Mexico, the Dominican Republic, or Jamaica. What do the South Asian wedding
1: packages include? Is it ideal for
0: their wedding? Or how do they work?
1: And I'm Ailea. Although destination weddings are common in Mexico and the Caribbean, many couples are uncertain about how wedding packages work. Couples may be unsure of what these packages include and what it might cost them in total. And so today we will get into the typical inclusions, additional costs, and other details you might want to consider when planning a destination wedding in Mexico or the Caribbean.
0: I would like to mention that While wedding packages are available at various resorts, whether they're all-inclusive or not, and different Caribbean destinations for all types of weddings, in today's discussion we will be, of course, you know, focusing more on South Asian wedding packages that are offered at all-inclusive resorts, primarily in Mexico, the Dominican Republic, and Jamaica. Let's get started then. So while some hotel brands and resorts are highly popular for Desi destination weddings, videos and the clips that you'd see on Instagram and TikTok, for instance, you'll find that almost all resorts nowadays offer packages for South Asian weddings. The details, inclusions, and price range might vary, but they are available almost everywhere, providing couples with numerous options to choose from based on their
1: vision and requirements. First of all, I think it's important to mention, particularly for the guests' understanding, that even though the wedding is being held at an all inclusive resort, couples still need to cover the expenses for the wedding itself, including food, drinks, decorations, flowers, setup, music, entertainment, the priest or the officiant, session essentially everything you would need to pay for a wedding in your home city. Opting for a destination wedding where wedding packages encompass multiple events with food, drinks, basic setup, and other minor inclusions can be cost-effective compared to hosting a wedding, for instance, in New York city. Some packages may include three events while others extend to as many as six events for a specified number of guests.
0: Yes. You know, while it might sound obvious to some Many are confused by it when they hear all-inclusive. This is especially true for the guests, and you'll understand later in the episode why we thought it's important to mention it. So let's discuss the inclusions. Here's one example of a wedding package for a Desi wedding that includes five events. Remember, this is just one of many. We are just using this as an example to um, give you a better idea of how they work and what they include and whatnot. So event one... It's usually the welcome cocktail party, which could be two to three hours long. It includes a private bar with a bartender, offering both alcoholic and non-alcoholic beverages, along with a d'oeuvre station. There's no dinner served at this particular event. It's just a casual way for your guests to mingle. While there are no decorations, you can anticipate a basic setup with, let's say, high-top tables with votive candles maybe for centerpieces. Something very simple. And you will have a choice of the location where this event can take place. It could be one or two choices that you can choose from. Event two is the sangeet night combined with Mindy as well. And this could be about three hours long. So details include a stage area with colored draping and seating for the couple. The menu includes appetizer with a certain number of choices and a buffet-style dinner featuring a salad bar and a certain number of entree options. And while there might be a variety of options for you to choose from, Indian food is not one of them. Not for this event, at least. So the setup and decor will generally include tables with white linens and white covered, uh, white linen-covered chairs or just white chairs, location uh, for this particular event. And if it happens to be an outdoor space, you can expect, you know, those string lights as uh, for lighting or bistro lighting. Event three is the barat. Different options for the groom entrance are generally included, though keep in mind it can vary based on the resort, and additional features beyond the standard inclusion may incur uh, charges. Some resort may include a horse entrance, while others may not. The wedding ceremony, which is event four, um, and combining event three and four, we're talking about, let's say, an hour and a half to two-hour long event. uh, Inclusions will be uh, mandap, decorated with a colorful backdrop and uh, drapery, a sound system, choice of pillows or chairs for family members that are participating in the wedding ceremony. And generally it's, you know, white chairs for the guest and a beverage station offering non-alcoholic beverages and of course water. and, And it's served throughout the ceremony. And event five, the wedding reception, which is about maybe three to four hours long, but generally it's around three hours long. It includes a stage area with color draping and seating for the wedding couple, buffet-style dinner featuring Indian food. This is an event that you automatically get Indian food with a certain number of vegetarian and non-vegetarian options, a salad bar. Other inclusions are a private bar with bartenders serving top-shelf spirits and, of course, non-alcoholic beverages, a dessert station, and a choice of a cake. White linen tables and chairs are, you know, basically available for the um, setup with very simple and basic centerpieces. And the package also allows, of course, a choice of, you know, where the event can take place. And this could be like a ballroom or let's say the terrace of a, uh, on top of a restaurant or an outdoor setting.
1: All wedding packages also include an on-site wedding coordinator dedicated to your wedding. Later on in this episode, We'll discuss their roles and what you should keep in mind when working with an on-site coordinator.
0: Exactly. So everything that was just mentioned in the package costs a specified amount for a certain number of guests. So, for instance, this particular package that we just talked about, as an example, it could offer two options. One option where it covers up to fifty guests, adults and childrens combined, and the prices could be uh, the price could be at eight thousand dollars. And the second option could be inclusive of 100 guests, where the price then becomes $15,000. If your guest count exceeds, let's say, 100 people, you would then pay $15,000 for the wedding package inclusive of 100 guests, again, adults and children, plus the additional head charge for the extra 10 or 50 or however many guests that you have after the 100. So the head charge it really ranged from anywhere from as low as 150 to approximately 200 plus per adult. And, and this also again depends on the resort. And for children, the pricing would be based on the designated rate for children. So aside from the package price and the additional charge that you're paying for the extra guests, here's what else you will be paying for on top. There's always a tax and service charge on each service price cost that are, you know, being included in your wedding package or details. This is common across all resorts. This is important to know so that you're not expecting to pay a flat price and then you see the cost is a lot more than what you
1: had thought. The additional expenses cover everything you add that's not included in the wedding packages like decorations, flowers, Entertainment like your DJ and other performers. Expenses also include audio and visual elements for each event or the main event, amend the artists for the bride and guests, and also the provision of Indian food for the events where Indian food is not included. So any item that's not part of the packet or any upgrades to be included, detail those details will result in extra charges. Take the Mendbap in for instance. If you want to add more colors, draping, or flowers beyond what's included, you'll need to pay for those additional details. Other expenses will include photography, videography, makeup artists, and hairstylists, of course.
0: And while some couples might be completely satisfied with what's included in the package and wants, you know, they want to keep their wedding event costs down, They may choose not to add or upgrade extra details in terms of decoration, or they may add very minimal details, successfully keeping the overall cost down. The packages do offer a lot of value if you take a close look. We, Desis, you know, just in general, are accustomed to more elaborate and over-the-top elements in weddings. So nevertheless, Couples will still have to, uh, you know, have additional expenses for vendors such as DJ, AV rent, AV rentals, the dance floor, hair, makeup, and photographers, like Ailea just mentioned. What you need to keep in mind for budgeting is that for every service and every detail you add, in addition to the cost, there is a tax and service fee as well. This way, you won't be caught off guard when you see the final cost, preventing unexpected increases of hundreds, and sometimes even thousands of dollars beyond your initial expectation.
1: Now, let's talk about selecting vendors and understanding their associated fees. When it comes to decorations, the wedding team at most resorts have their own team and or preferred vendors. Typically, they don't allow outside vendors for decorations. Resort staff are able to bring any vision to life. But one of the main reasons for this are for safety and liability reasons. So
0: vendors like makeup, hair, photography, and DJ, here's what you need to know. You can bring in outside professionals instead of using the ones, let's say, that are available at the resort. However, most resorts will charge you a vendor fee for using an external vendor. Some resorts have preferred vendors where they waive the fee for using them. Additionally, some resorts also require basically what here in the States, what we call a certificate of insurance. It's something similar to that. And this applies to local-based vendors and only at certain resorts. Now, if the vendors are staying at the property as guests, whether they're flying in from your home city or country or local vendors, the vendor fee, of course, no longer applies. When it comes to the DJ and MC, whether you're using someone local or they're flying in, you still have to rent the equipment directly from the resort. And remember, even for rentals, Tax and service fees do apply on top of the rental cost. This is a standard practice. There's no really negotiation or any other way about this. Essential for you to be aware of these details in advance for accurate budgeting. And again, Ailea did mention this already, and I'm just going to add it again. When you're upgrading your menu or you're adding Indian food to all your events, when it's not included in the package, you do have to pay extra for that, plus the service fee and the tax and uh, possibly gratuity as well.
1: I mean, if you compare a five-day wedding with 300 guests in your home city versus at an all-inclusive resort in Mexico, the Dominican Republic, or Jamaica, the cost is significantly higher in the States, Unless you're covering Mm -hmm. guests or family members' travel expenses as well.
0: Right. You know, though often that's not the case, and at a destination wedding, your guest count may be half of what it would be locally. You know, this is where the cost significantly differs. So instead of paying for, let's say, 500-plus guests, it could be 300 or even 200 people. Sometimes you don't have to go over the top with decoration for some events because of surrounding beauty when you're hosting an outdoor event like, like, like the welcome party or midnight, night, allowing you to invest more in the main events. So it really depends on the couple. How elaborate they are going for will definitely drive up the cost or the number of guests attending will play a significant role in your overall budget.
1: If you're planning on having a wedding with four to six events and 200 guests or more, with elaborate decor and several events, you do have to be mindful of the overall cost. You can expect the cost to be different from a wedding with, say, two events and 100 guests. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, when you're having a wedding at all inclusive resorts, it's essential for the couple and all their guests to understand that the idea is to stay on the property where the wedding is taking place. Ideally, Everyone, or at least a very large percentage of the wedding group, has to stay on site, and it's per the resort's policy. For the few guests, you know, who do insist on attending the wedding but wants to stay somewhere else, couples have to pay an extra fee for each guest attending each event who is staying off the property, in addition to everything we mentioned about the wedding packages or the extra guest count that you have to pay. So look, these resorts can be very large. They're all inclusive. You know, it's challenging to monitor guests in case they roam around before the wedding events. And it's very likely your guests are not doing that, but it's just a policy that, you know, serves a way for the resort to protect itself. So just knowing this is important because this could add an extra expense and possibly create a burden and stressful situation for the couple's.
1: Couples generally choose a resort that's financially feasible for their guests, offering the option to block off rooms that fit various price ranges and levels of service that guests might desire. So if for some reason a guest finds the cost outside of their budget, it just might be best not to attend. Rather than putting the couple in an uncomfortable situation, you know, giving them additional expenses. When you're planning a wedding, additional expenses can easily accumulate. It's important for guests and the wedding couple to communicate throughout this process so everyone can have as much information in advance to make informed decisions. Keeping the number of guests low can help control costs. And some couples choose to work with local vendors, avoiding the additional cost of travel arrangements for services like hair and makeup, Mendy artists, photographers. While this can be a good option for many couples in some cases because of personal preference, couples might want to fly in a preferred vendor. In an upcoming episode, we're going to discuss the travel logistics of a destination wedding and the travel benefits you can have for your wedding. But one of the most significant factors that can help you save money is having a destination wedding planner. This is because wedding planners not only have experience, but also have existing relationships with the resort, the wedding team, and with various vendors. With these connections, they can negotiate on your behalf. And sometimes just based on their relationships they have, vendors can offer discounts or additional services with no extra costs.
0: And a lot of times it's just they don't even mention that to you. You know, everything Alia just said is 100% true. Um, and this is from personal experience. You know, I had weddings where the resorts on-site wedding coordinators that were dedicated to my couples, you know, would upgrade the chairs during the wedding ceremony. While it may not seem like much, it becomes a it really does become significant when you're paying a certain amount for each individual chair for, let's say, 200 or 300 guests for the upgrade. This easily translates to a few thousand dollars after tax and service charges. You know, a lot of times I don't even know about this. They would just tell my couples, look, we simply did this because we, you know, because of Mevi and because of our relationship and we just wanted to do something nice for her couples. There were occasions where they would waive a fee for, let's say, choosing a premium wedding location instead of what was included in the wedding package. Or they would just add, you know, more decorations and setups during certain events to bring a vision to life within the couple's price range, even if it meant that it would have, you know, normally cost a lot more. I mean, I can't begin to tell you, like, the, the you know, because of the working relationship we have with many of these resorts and the vendors we work with, oftentimes it's not even during the wedding. It's even times like when they're going there for site inspection and what they do for my clients, um, and it's simply because you know what, these are Mavis clients and we want to take care of them. Guest service at these resorts are beyond, you know, impeccable. But just when they hear that, okay, this is Mary's wedding group, these are Mavis, you know, clients that are traveling here, they really, really do go the extra mile to make all everyone that's involved in the wedding, you know, extra special.
1: So You know, when you hire a wedding planner, you're investing in someone who works exclusively for you to secure the best deals. While they have a strong and solid relationship with other industry partners, remember that they work for you and will only connect you with the right partners to deliver your dream wedding.
0: Yes, 100%. So personally, if you ask me, a couple can plan their wedding however they choose to, whether they want to keep it simple by only sticking with what's included in the package, white, you know, linen tables with white chairs and the simple uh, standard flowers and decoration, or if they want to add more or customize with extravagant flowers, mm-hmm. decor, and have a live musician or band, or even include fireworks, it's really up to you, the bride and the groom. But it's important to know what's included, what to expect, and what's not included so you can proceed well-informed. Having a realistic idea is also crucial so that you're not disappointed or frustrated halfway through the planning process.
1: Well, we hope we were able to cover enough details about South Asian wedding packages available for your destination wedding at an all-inclusive resort. Before we end our conversation, Mevi, why don't you explain what couples should keep in mind when it comes to the dedicated on-site wedding coordinator working on their wedding? What you should understand
0: is that while they are more than, I mean, really a 1,000% dedicated to working with you, to bringing your dream wedding to life, they are not your wedding planner. Many may guide you with certain aspects, but their focus is really just on you and your wedding and no one else as it gets closer to your wedding date not a year or even 6 months before your wedding most of these resorts are hosting a wedding or multiple weddings depending on the size of the property every single day 365 days a year so imagine how many weddings we're talking about you cannot expect to discuss your wedding week timeline 8 months before your wedding that if you need sense. yeah if you need someone to really hold your hand through each stage and take care of everything we highly recommend that you hire your own wedding planner. They are able to assist you with things, get answers for you faster, and they work together with the on-site wedding team to bring your vision to life. Especially if there's someone like us, you heard what the solid relationship can actually offer you. Look at this way. The on-site wedding coordinators are like hosts, hostesses, welcoming couples and their guests to their home to get married. They have to host and take care of the guests that are currently present at their home or prepare for the guests that are coming in the immediate future versus someone who won't be there until much, much later. They will give you 100% attention and dedication when it comes to your timeline, when it comes to, you know, your wedding. You and I probably would be doing the same thing if we were hosting guests at our own home. While we always recommend working with a planner, Of course, you know, if you choose not to, you absolutely can do that and you can manage the wedding on your own. But I think it's important that you manage your expectations and understand their role uh, when you're working only with the resort's on-site wedding team or coordinator. Some coordinators will never say no to you, but it's important to understand why certain communications may be delayed or otherwise affected. So on this note, I would like to once again remind all the brides and grooms planning their destination wedding, please remember to be kind to the local and on-site professionals working on your wedding. Remember, every country has its own way of doing things, have different work-life balance, be patient and understand that while our way of doing things may be different from others, we should not expect the same in return. Wedding planning can be a stressful time for many people because of financial pressure, family or guest pressure, or just because certain things are out of our control, especially when it comes to destination weddings. So being kind and understanding can go a long way for everyone that's involved in the wedding. The professionals you work with are just as enthusiastic and dedicated to bringing your dream wedding to life.
1: Thank you all for listening to this episode of the Daisy Destination I Views Podcast. We hope our words have inspired you to create your perfect Daisy Destination wedding. Follow us on Instagram at Destinations. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share this podcast. And if you can leave us a review, that would be great. Stay connected with us on social media for ongoing inspiration and updates. Until we meet again, keep the magic
0: and dreams alive
1: and may your wedding day be
0: the fairy tale you have always envisioned.